Boiler Upload podcasts are brought to you by Reindeer Shuttle. We know driving to the airport sucks. Let Reindeer Shuttle do it for you. With five daily trips to Indianapolis International Airport and three to Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, they can do the driving for you from Purdue. With multiple pickup points on campus, they'll take you where you need to go. That's ReindeerShuttle.com for booking information. The Boiler Upload podcasts are brought to you by Martin Vintage. See the threads of history today with Martin Vintage in their classic style of football and basketball Purdue apparel. They also offer vintage logos such as the 1924 seal. Get your design in a crew sweatshirt, a hoodie, a regular t-shirt, or a long sleeve shirt. That's martinvintage.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a very special episode of the Boiler Track Show, show by Boiler Upload of the Rivals Network. And today, joining me for the first time is Boiler Upload's own Casey Barley. Casey, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Uh, Casey's making his debut on the Boiler Track Show. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, as you guys can see, if you're watching this on YouTube uh, or if you read the title on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, we're being joined by the new leader of Purdue football, Ryan Walters. Ryan, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. We appreciate you coming on, uh, taking the time to do this. Um, I know we talked a little bit before we hopped on here, but two months into your tenure here at Purdue, obviously we're still months away from the season starting, but uh, just how has this transition been for you and and how excited are you to finally be in the head chair of a Power 5 football program? Yeah, you know, the transition has been awesome. You know, the um, administration here is phenomenal. Um, you know, obviously the University is is a first class institution, you know, being in the Big Ten, uh, specifically on this side of it, um, with some familiarity there. And I was joking the other day, you know, I, I was able to, to, you know, together with the staff at Illinois, was able to stop almost every offense we played in, a, in the West except for Purdue. So <laughs> now that I'm here, you know, uh, Coach Kane's going to have his um, have his work cut out for him, just upholding the standard of what we're what we're doing defensively, but. Um, you know, the the support in the administration, the university, the uh, buy-in from the locker room has been phenomenal. Um, you know, we got two more weeks of workouts, hit spring break, and then uh, on to spring ball. Is it still a little surreal to you, um, obviously taking over a program? Or what was the moment where it kind of hit the, oh, yeah, this is my program now? I mean, obviously, you're very young for reaching this pinnacle already. Um, you know, it hit the the minute I stepped foot on campus. I remember walking into the stadium. Um, you know, the the night that it was announced that I was going to be the head coach here, and and you know, seeing my picture on the jumbotron <laughs> and looking around the at the stands. Um, that's when it hit me, and and it's not really surreal anymore because there's just so much work to do. Um, you don't really have time to to sit and think about or or take it all in. And you just there's there are tasks to be had, and and obviously putting together a staff was priority number one, and, and hitting the ground running recruiting wise, and getting in the locker room, and uh, trying to find out you know all the things off the field um, that are taking place, and and trying to enhance our our locker rooms experience here at Purdue University is um, you know those all have been things that that we are in the process of doing and, and have done, and and like I said, you know just two more weeks of workouts and then spring break and uh, then the fun starts. You got any fun, fun plans for spring break? <laughs> no, you know, it's crazy. I, I haven't, you know, I want to, obviously we want to go somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. go see the sunshine a little bit, but 
I'm trying to plan this this um, late in the game has has been a, a daunting task. So I don't know what we're going to be doing yet. Yeah, I wouldn't make a good head coach because every recruit I would go for would just be Florida and California. <laughs> <laughs> well, I spent a lot of time getting getting guys in Florida, so we're on the same page there. <laughs> there yeah, so I saw you, you all three or few guys. Few you guys took a trip down to down to Miami for a recruit. Yeah, it was well worth it too. Obviously, we got mm-hmm. got him um, committed and uh, filled a, a definite need, you know, for us offensively. And um, you know, we'll continue to obviously the the priorities remains in the state and you know the surrounding uh, areas. But you know, when we get outside of our footprint, uh, Florida and Texas will be two states that we we hit pretty heavy. You said um, in your initial press conference that what you're looking for in recruits is people that just love football. How receptive have the recruits you've talked to about just Purdue, the brand you're bringing, uh, everything that you're having these conversations now for the first time? Yeah, you know, it's the the challenge has been to change the perspective of what Purdue University is. Um, you know, if you're not from the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. You know, Purdue is seen as a, a high academic institution. Um, and guys know that Drew Brees played here. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so to to get kids on campus and let them see the environment, let them see the facilities, uh, you don't you don't realize how close you are to some major markets, um, you know, here in West Lafayette, um, and just getting them around the community and, and seeing the support. Um, it is it has changed the the narrative, changed the per- perception. Of, of what Purdue is, you know, when after kids leave here. So um, I think we've we've got a, a great staff that that can relate to the high school kids and um, enjoy the recruiting process. And so I, I'm looking forward to this 24 class. Um, not only is there a lot of high profile in-state talent in that 24 class, um, but we're on some guys that are that are out of state that are that are pretty. Uh, special and I think and can if we can do what I think we could do with this this class we'll be competing and chasing in, um, championships in no time kind of going off Casey's question culture is kind of a funny thing you look at maybe what Purdue's historically been known for and then obviously you bring in a different skill set a different mindset is it difficult to try to find that happy medium of of still embracing what Purdue's kind of been known for or, or their culture and implementing your own yeah, you know, obviously, the two things that stick out are or the are the quarterback play and the defensive end play. Um, so that that is not going to change. You know, that's that is how I, my mindset is in this game. Um, anyways, you know, I think the quarterback is the most important position in sports. Period. Um, so you got to have a good one. You got to do everything you can to protect him, and then defensively, you got to do everything you can to affect them. And so, you know, the, those two aspects of what this this university has been able to provide um, from a, a success standpoint uh, positionally is something that will not change. Um, and then after that, like, yeah, my the culture is going to be different. You know, the team is going to take on uh, my personality um, and, and you know, my points of emphasis um, and, and the, the things that our staff will be preaching will, is probably different than what they're used to. Um, but like I said, the, the buy-in and the embrace um, to the change has been surprising and, um, and something I'm not taking for granted. I, I appreciate that from the, the players. Um, I also think that they see that, that we are doing everything we can to make their experience um, as good as it can be here and take care of them you know, off the field as best as we can. 
and provide them the the resources they need to have success on Saturdays and, and beyond. And so I think that 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 give and take is has been beneficial so far. Speaking of quarterback play, obviously you say it's it's the most important position. So how do you envision the relationship between you and a quarterback? Obviously, Hudson Carr's transferring from Texas, Brady Allen's returning. How do you envision like as head coach? What's your relationship with the quarterbacks? Yeah, my my relationship is going to be that I'll be their head coach. You know, I'm not trying to be. You know, that's for everybody on the on the roster. I'm not trying to be dad. I'm not trying to be big brother. <laughs> I'm not trying to be best friend. I'm trying. I'm I'm going to be their head coach. And so, uh, however I need to show up in that capacity, I will. Um, and obviously, everything that we do in our program is going to be to try to benefit our quarterback play. You know, that that is the extension of the coach on the field. Um, he is touching the ball every snap, and and every time he touches it, he's got. Uh, the whole university's, uh, you know, football life in their hands. So, um, you know, we, we will continue to develop quarterbacks. I think Graham is one of the best in the country at doing so. And his offense you know, enhances and, and features the quarterback. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like, you know, through spring ball and, and coming into the fall. What was that process like of bringing in Graham? And then um, I don't know how hands-on you were with, with him bringing some of his guys in, like, like Coach Daigie and, and the rest of the offensive staff, but what did that process look like for you? Yeah, it was um, it was a, a very interesting one in, in terms of, you know, I think a lot of times um, head coaches rely on agents and hearsay to sort of handpick uh, the staff. Um, and, you know, from a defensive standpoint, obviously the, everybody we've hired defensively is I've known or worked with in some capacity. Um, and they know the scheme, and I, I think that was important uh, for me and in terms of being comfortable with what is happening defensively. Um, and then offensively, you know, I've, I've got friends in this um, profession that I that I highly regard, um, that that play styles of offense that that I want to see. You know, this the the things that I hate seeing on Saturdays are the things that I want to do offensively here at Purdue. Um, and so, you know, Graham was somebody that we targeted early. Um, had uh, a couple of good conversations with him and, and, you know, was able to attract him to, to come to Purdue. And, um, you know, we, it's funny cause we uh, got, got on a plane to Dallas. He was recruiting in Dallas for West Virginia at the time. Um, you know, he signed the papers, landed in Dallas, picked him up, gave him a Purdue polo and we got back on the plane, flew to Austin and went to go see some cards. So um, it happened pretty fast and, and um, you know, that, that process was fun, and we, we still laugh about it today. How much does momentum play in building a program? Obviously, it starts getting coaches, getting players. Um, how do you build on that starting this early in the spring? Yeah, I don't know. Momentum, I mean, I, we haven't played a game, you know, so right. I don't know what kind of momentum we really have right now. Um, and so it's just every day you've got different tasks and you got, you know, different – um, periods and 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 things in the calendar year according to you know recruiting calendars and um, spring you know spring ball you know spring recruiting summer workouts summer camps fall camps so you just you just take it one day at a time and um, obviously are are from a planning standpoint you know look ahead in the calendar but um, you got to focus on the process and the here and now in order to continue to consistently get better every day kind of going off that Obviously, the here and now is some of the guys that you already have on the roster um, that are carryovers from the prior regime. What were your conversations 
like with them and and just telling them your vision and what you hope to accomplish for not only them help them accomplish but also for Purdue yeah you know the my initial conversations were just that I wanted everybody to stay you know obviously with this um the transfer world as it is in college football they have the ability and the opportunity to to look for greener pastures so to so to speak and uh, some of like the six-year seniors chose to do so and that's their prerogative and um, you know, they were chasing NIL money and that's, that is, you know, like I said, that's, that is their prerogative and their right with the rules the way they are today. Uh, but the majority of them decided to stay. And I think that they're happy that they did um, just to leave their legacy and, and be a part of a, a new era in Purdue football. And, you know, I'm excited for what that, what that looks like and what that means for the future. How receptive have the players been, uh, you know, younger coaching staff, kind of a new change, new ener- energy, I'm sure, in the building. Yeah, like I said earlier, they've, they've embraced it and they bought in and um, there hasn't been, you know, anybody looking looking crazy at any any of the coaches. Or, <laughs> uh, we, are, we are pushing them. We are challenging them, um, trying to obviously raise and elevate the standard um, and and pushing the envelope from that standpoint. But like I said, we have we have done a lot of things off the field um, that that is to the betterment of their experience. And so I think they appreciate uh, sort of that give and take and they've, they've embraced it so far. Who are some of those maybe seniors, fifth year, sixth year guys that have stepped up in leadership roles that you've been able to see? Um, obviously we know you haven't, you haven't been here too long, but just some of the guys that you've observed take really take a leadership role and that you think will be a key piece in, in this transition period for Purdue football. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint any one guy yet. You know, we haven't we haven't put on pads yet. So I don't <laughs> you know, everybody can look good in shorts and a t-shirt and run around cones, you know what I mean? Um, so you know, I'll I'll that is a better question for the end of spring when when things really get tough and, and pads start popping and um, you know, snot and, and and blood start coming out of people's nose. We'll we'll find out who the tough guys are and who the leaders are on the team. But just go back timeline wise a little bit. How how weird was it to be in charge of a program during the bowl game and not being able to like have your hands on them? That's got to be weird for a coach. Yeah, that was it. Was awkward. Uh, you know, usually when there is change at a at a place like Purdue, it's because of failure, right? Like it's things didn't work out. You know, head coaches removed of, of duties. New coach comes in. There's no bowl game. You know, you just hit the ground running recruiting. Um, and start planning for for the uh, winter semester, spring semester. Um, but in this case, you know, not only was there success, there was a, a championship game and and a bowl game that was in you know J- January second. So um, to be here like by myself for a while, um, you know, with the the old staff, you know, finishing out their season, um, and to be at practice but not really a part of practice to. Just being an observer um, was awkward at times, um, was challenging at times, right? Like you, you're out practice and you see things that um, that you don't like, but you you don't want to don't want to interject yet. You know, um, I was just glad I wasn't responsible for the in in score in game score of the goal games. <laughs> um, being a defensive guy, that was that was tough to swallow, and I I still rip some of the players about it. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully that we won't be the, a part of that lopsided a, a game, you know, in the future. 
how hard was it for you not to not to say anything to the guys maybe in practice uh, like you kind of mentioned if you saw something that that you didn't particularly like yeah well I try to just focus on you know being on the periphery and and you know organically sort of getting people to know my personality and not not look too much into technique or X's and O's or practice habits. Um, if I would have, would have done that, I, you know, would have, yeah, it would have been very, very difficult. Um, but like I said, you know, I'm glad that I was able to to be there for the bowl game and just to get a jump start on, on getting to know some of the guys in the locker room and them getting to know me and getting to know my family and, um, and, and also getting to know, you know, donors and administrators and um, being around the program. That was, that was fun to do, especially in a place like Orlando. Uh, this will be my last question. How do you personally define success this coming up season? Just improvement, you know, um, what that looks like from a wins-loss column. You know, obviously we're we're competitive and we do everything we can to, to go win games. You know, this is a results-driven business and, you know, I'm not getting paid what I'm getting paid to go out there and just give put forth my, our best effort. You know, we, we got to be competitive and, um, and, and, and try to go chase and win championships. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I will mark success just by steady improvement um, uh, week in and week out, you know, day in and day out for our program. Now, looking a little bit long term, uh, just what do you hope to accomplish at Purdue? What do you what do you want Purdue to turn into by the time your career's career is said and done here? Yeah, well, hopefully I'm hopefully this is my last stop. You know, I, I want my kids that are nine and seven right now. I, I hope when they grow up and people ask them where they're from, they say West Lafayette. Hmm. Um you know, I want to I want to be able to retire here. This is a, a place in a conference where, you know, you don't you don't need to go searching for anything else. You know, there's there aren't, you know, and just in my personality and, and what I want to do from a legacy standpoint, like there are aren't logos that I'm chasing. Um, you know, people have already won at places like that at a at a high level. And uh, for me, I just want Purdue to during my tenure here to be, you know, sustained and consistent success and, and going to chase and win championships. Um, I think you can do that here. You know, you got the facilities, you got the support, you got the community, you got the conference, you got the academics. Um, and then, like I said, you know, being centrally located to Indianapolis, to Chicago, to St. Louis, you got major markets there um, to get and attract, you know, high profile kids on campus. So it's just our job to get them here. Um, to give them a, a product that they can be proud of and, and want to be a part of. Um, and then for us to give our, our locker room the best resources and the best plans to go have success on Saturday. And we know you're a busy man, so we're going to wrap this thing up for you. But um, on behalf of Casey, I'm sure uh, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this and uh, and uh, talk to us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys having me on, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ryan. All right. Nice to meet you guys. Good to meet you. Boiler Upload podcasts are brought to you by Reindeer Shuttle. We know driving to the airport sucks. Let Reindeer Shuttle do it for you. With five daily trips to Indianapolis International Airport and three to Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, they can do the driving for you from Purdue. With multiple pickup points on campus, they'll take you where you need to go. That's ReindeerShuttle.com for booking information. The Boiler Upload podcasts are brought to you by Martin Vintage. See the threads of history today with Martin Vintage in their classic style of football and basketball Purdue apparel. They also offer vintage logos such as the 1924 seal. 
Get your design in a crew sweatshirt, a hoodie, a regular t-shirt, or a long sleeve shirt. That's martinvintage.com.